Hi there, this is John Falola. Thank you so much for joining me on today's broadcast of Sea Tribe Global Community. So our theme for the month is power. We're talking about um, power and discipleship today on this Friday. And our anchor scriptures is 1 Corinthians 1 verses 18 through 31. So I read in Jesus' name. I read from message translation the message that point to christ on the cross seemed like sheer silliness to those hell-bent on destruction but for those on the way to of salvation it makes perfect sense this this is the way god works and most powerfully as it turns out it is written i will turn conventional wisdom on its head i would expose so-called experts as shams so where we can you find someone truly wise truly educated truly intelligent in this day and age hasn't god exposed it all as pretentious nonsense since the world in all its fancy wisdom never had a clue when it came to knocking god to knowing god rather god in his wisdom took delight in using what the world considers stupid preaching of all things to bring those who trust him into the way of salvation while Jews glamour for miraculous demonstrations and Greeks go in for philosophical wisdom. We go right on proclaiming Christ, the crucified. Jews treat this like an anti-miracle and Greeks pass it up as absurd. But to us we are, who are personally called by God himself, both Jews and Greeks, Christ is God's ultimate miracle and, and wisdom all wrapped in one. Woman wisdom is so cheap so impotent next to the seemingly absurdity of god woman's strength can't begin to complete compete with god's weakness take a good look friends at who you were when you got called into this life i don't see many of the brightest and the best among you not many influential not many from high society families isn't it obvious that god deliberately chose men and women that the culture overlooks and exploit and abuses chose these nobodies to expose the hollow pretensions of the somebodies that make that makes it quite clear that no none of you can get by with blowing your own on before god everything that we have right thinking and right living a clean slate and a fresh start comes from god by way of jesus christ that's why we have the same if you are going to blow a horn blow a trumpet for god the word of the lord thanks be to god so basically what we are to discuss here today is power and discipleship so why we're talking about discipleship is this a lot of people think that because we are under the dispensation of grace there's no room for order in the things of god and that's why you know a lot of things have been watered down and it feels like there's no power in the name of Jesus Christ it's because his name has been disrespected and the Bible says that God honors those who honors him so if you show God this honor he will not honor you too is how it works so for the on the topic of discipleship from what I understand from the scriptures about discipleship besides having discipling nations discipling people was what the gospel is all about is all about the idea the idea of discipline is showing people god's way of life 
period. You know, a lot, a lot of people cling on God's works, the miracles, and all of that. But you can't be discipled and not know God's works. So, discipling, discipling some people or nations to know God's ways of living would ultimately lead to God's works or sustainable uh, God works. Because sometimes some people have God experiences because of the God works he has done in their lives. But because they don't know the way he works, they can't sustain it because they can't replicate that in which he has done in their lives. Why do I say this? In the Old Testament, you realize that Moses was shown the way of Lord, uh, the way of life of God, and he was also shown the God, the, the works of God. But the children of Israel only saw the works of God. They, they didn't understand the ways of God, which led to the Ten Commandments. The Ten Commandments was the first attempt as, at discipling. No. I would say at the Garden of Eden, the first attempt of discipling was that instruction that says don't eat of the forbidden fruit. And human nature was fell into temptation and we all are here and we're redeemed by Christ such that he was the second man such that we can be able to live a life as God intended on the face of the earth. Now, there's nothing cumbersome about discipleship. Discipleship is only for you to be able to do what Christ has, to live Christ-like, or to possess Christ's spirit, to have the mind of Christ. That's what, yes, that's what discipleship is about. Forget all the bogus trainings that they take you through. The goal of discipleship is for you to have the mind of Christ, for you to replicate the grace of Christ, for you to have the anointing of Christ, for you to walk in definition of Christ-like uh, grace for your life in your area of influence or in your area of um, uh, design. Let me put it that way. So, it's very critical to realize that it's not enough for you to say you are a disciple of Christ. The idea of discipleship is for you to get to your point whereby you are a friend of God, whereby you are a son of God, you know. A discipleship program is for beginners, it's for people to be able to get abreast with how God works with them. And once you get to the point where you now know, have the mind of Christ, you can be able to navigate by the power of the Spirit of God, by the guidance or instructions of your spiritual leaders that are genuine anyways, that are honest and transparent with you. Because many things people say about God said is biases, it's just spiritual biases, you know. You see people's preferences creeping into God's head and all those things. So everybody in the New Testament is given spiritual gifts like discernment, word of knowledge, word of wisdom. Why? So I can be able to, you know, have an have an handle of what is useful, of what is expedient towards the fulfillment of God's plan for your life. So, you know, your the word of God says that. My sheep hears my voice. That means that Jesus Christ, the firstborn of many, all of us, all of us are just like him. But once you believe in him, that he died on cross of Christ, you become like him. That means that he's the firstborn. Well, we, 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 are, we are all going to be the firstborn. He's the firstborn of many. That means after you're being born again, after being born into Christ, you are now like our God intended in Genesis 1. 
you're not supposed to now build yourself up to the point that like adam whatever you call something is what it is that means that you are in sync with god you are one with god the idea of discipleship to get to the level of sonship is for you to be able to be one with god so that your thinking your mind your you know to the point that your mind is subjected to the authority of jesus christ your desires your human nature is subjected to the authority of jesus christ you know then there are perfect human beings anywhere i'm not talking about people who tell you who will try to form as if they don't make mistakes no the human being is a continuous present tense about continuous improvement even your work with god is about continuous improvement so reading through Hebrews 11 you realize that everybody had their experiences of discipleship with God from the beginning of the old and the new covenant everybody had how God discipled them for them to be credible for them to be able to be seen as a disciple of Jesus Christ or of God so discipleship is not about doctrines it's not about doctrine it's not about a certain way of life you know yeah it's simply you becoming like in every situation of life you respond to life like how jesus would many people think that jesus was a very very you know sheepy person you know you remember the, you know you remember he was he was angry in the temple when we were selling things let me tell you for free sometimes if you are one with god what angers god will anger you what annoys god will annoy you or it will trigger you rather that, that, that's the right word what god does not want would make you hungry to become your own mission or and it's not like i said you chose to sometimes it's just that it's because you are one with god what god likes you to you like you gravitate towards so that's why you can see between what is good for you and what's not good for you in our busy world where different information different things are passing through your mind you know you can be able to decipher or discern what is God and what is not God. So, as a disciple, you need disciple. You need to be able to have been discipled. And this discipling is not until when you are under, or you are taking a class on discipleship, or you are taking a course. No, discipleship. Discipleship is simply you subjecting yourself to the authority of Jesus Christ. There are people that have done all those discipleship classes that they are not under the authority of Jesus Christ. So the idea is this, subject everything about you to the authority of Jesus Christ, to the point that every single detail about you uh, shows that the final say in your life is Jesus or God, precisely. So the idea of, you know, um, there's been, especially those that go, that in our world today, there's been a lot of debate about you know whether Jesus came and died for us or not, and all those things. The evidence that he, that Jesus died for you is even in the Old Testament. You know, the lamp that was substituted for Isaac is is Jesus. You know, the uh, Melchizedek priest that nobody knows when he was given birth to that is Jesus. He has appeared a few times before even coming to the world as Jesus, because you know. The Bible makes us understand that even the three men or the four, is it? Are they four? Is it the, the, the three men that came to see Abraham was God the Father, God the Son, and God the Spirit. God the Father, God the Spirit. 
God the Father, God, God the Spirit, and, and God the Son. So it's like three in one people that have visited him on that very day. So you need to understand these things. That the fact that we are talking about Trinity, it doesn't mean that we are we have only one God. The fact that the Bible recognizes Jesus is because of he came to the earth to pay the price like a lamb, such that Jesus God gave him, he was able to take the keys of Hades as hell. The authority right now, Jesus have the authority over hell. That tells you and I that Jesus is the one that determines who makes heaven or not. It's not even your works. He has the keys over Hades. He has the control over devil. You know? So, in the idea that it's your works that makes you really safe, really, it's a, it's, it, 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 it's a facade. Abraham lived in like the New Testament by believing God. For, it was said that because he believed God, God created him as righteous. It's good for you to have a relationship with God. If you have a relationship with God, you become better. You see life better. You make, you take better actions and you take better steps. But at the same time, the whole idea of having a relationship with God is for you to become like God. Because in Genesis 1, he said, let's create, let's create man in our image. That means you are a small g God. God wanted us to be like him. That's why the angels were jealous about us. That's why in, in the book of Psalms, um, that it says, Who is man that you are mindful of him? Who is son of man that you think of him? So that you made him a little bit lower than the angels, or than you, than, than God rather. Some traditions say, than God. The angels are, are even jealous that God did not make them like you and I. We experience life like how God experiences life. The only thing is that we are mortal men, but our spirit is immortal, like how God is, and which is God is spirit, and all of that. So I just need you to understand something very, very important. Being a disciple, or being, or the idea of discipleship, is for you to know God, the Father, God the Son, and God, the Spirit. God the Spirit is the Holy Spirit that you need on earth. That, that, that's what Jesus left on earth to help us as an, as an inward witness, to guide us in our walk with God. So when the Holy Spirit comes upon you and you read the Bible, you see things the way God wants to see it. Sometimes you, some people have read the Bible from start to finish. It's for them, it's like a storybook. Someone that has not read the Bible, God will be writing to you to a particular scripture and it makes a lot of meaning. They can get a lot of principles out of it. And you'll be wondering, is this the same Bible that we'll all be reading? That's how your God works. And that's why, no matter how much of expertise you have on the Bible, there's still new knowledge. There's something new God is talking about from the same concept of scriptures that you have heard before. So, I want to admonish the body of Christ. I want to admonish people who listen to me that the idea of discipleship is not for us to be able to tie people down and say that they are disciples of, you know, even if you read down the scriptures, Apostle Paul was saying, who bewitched the church? One is saying, I'm a disciple of Paul, I'm a disciple of Peter, I'm a, I'm, I'm a disciple of this and that. That led to division. This is why Nigerian church is actually divided, it's of the same thing. Everybody is doing their own thing based on their emblem. Whereas we are all members of the same body, but different tribes. We are members of the body of Christ, but different tribes. So the idea of saying you are 
you are a disciple of this one, you are you are you are pushing yourself into heresy, into what is wrong. You are causing division instead of us to be united as a whole body. The same thing goes to anybody that believes in God Almighty. The idea of knowing God, God is not an author of confusion. He might speak something earlier than some people because of their frequency or their heart. Some people might hear him later, but at the same time, God is God over the affairs of our life. So I won't leave you with these words. Power in the hands of somebody that has been discipled by the Holy Spirit or by a relationship with God, you know, can be trusted. Because before God will give yourself, He knows that this person can be trusted. God does not give anything that you know you, you, you will waste. If God tests you with something or entrusts you with something, He knows that you have the capacity to sustain it. So I just want to say to you, in the name of Jesus Christ, there's above every other name, that the power required for you to be discipled by the Spirit of God, by tutors around you, or that He has put you under that tutelage. I pray that the impartation you need to fulfill your own destiny, to fulfill your own God's assignment, may be released unto you in the name of Jesus Christ. I pray for the body of Christ. I pray that the stare of confusion, the stare of division stops right now in the name of Jesus Christ. I pray for the global community across the world that outside the Ukrainian and Russian war, there will not be any cause for any war any longer and i see the russian walls falling uh, the end of the soviet era totally i see the european ukrainians winning the war because they are just because their basis of fighting the war is just to protect themselves and protect what it is that, that, that their, their sovereignty as a nation and I just want to say this, not that I hate Russians or anything, the war is not justifiable, it's just a leader who is keen on holding on to what the world has moved on from. Nobody wants the era of Soviet Union any longer, nobody wants that. And every walk of theirs in Africa has been terminated already. I just want us to be very, very sure about these things. In the scheme of things, every one of us, as a representative of the global body of, of human beings on the face of the earth, we are first the creation of God. Whether you choose to believe in him or not, it's secondary. You are created in God's image. Whether you believe in him or not, it's secondary. That's why you have conscience. So, I leave you with these words of prayer. Heavenly Father, we pray that as we go into this weekend let your presence guide us guide us into all that we need for life and godliness and help us to enjoy life i mean enjoy life flex and feel good about our existence not just casually living you know to be filled with joy unspeakable to be filled with uh significant successes in the things we do and to experience strategic wisdom to help us navigate seasons of life in the name of jesus christ I pray over everyone listening to me. May God endure with power needed to fulfill your assignments and do wonders on the face of the earth. For in Jesus' precious name I have prayed. Amen. Join me same time next week. God bless you.
and remain your host, John Falala, to call me JFA.